Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, this is Bitch Lap. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Desi Jenikin. And this is season one, episode 27, The Test. The Test. Sorry. I, I actually, thought that was my job. I actually wrote it down this time. <laughs> oh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> wow. So we open with Joe and Jake making out in the morning. Joe's very horny. She says something about how she loves... She loves this because it gets her day started off with a bang. Yeah, she's into the morning sex with Jake. And who wouldn't be? He's so attractive. Very attractive. I, I'm more attracted to him every episode. I am too. Uh, they're actually at Jake's apartment, and we know this because absent are Joe's beautiful pink satin sheets with the celestial motif shams and what we do see is jake's very ugly bedspread (laughs) and a mattress with no bottom sheet or mattress pad on it i find it hard to believe joe would have gone on to that bed i think that joe's reaction to that bed would have been jake right she was too horny to stop herself (laughs) She's like, fine. Like the scene that we didn't see was her saying, all right, Jake, let's go to Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm going to get you some real sheets. She would show up like with the Chinese food and like a a bottom sheet and throw it at him. Right. Here. She'd throw it at him and say, Jake, you're 24. Animal. (laughs) While they're cuddling in bed, Jake gets a voicemail on his machine from Perry. And we haven't seen Perry for quite some time. Yeah. When she called, I was like, oh, I immediately remembered what this episode was about. So yeah, I was like, me I too. forgot. Right. And I put it together. And Joe is like, who's Perry? Mm. Who's Perry? And Jake doesn't want to talk about it. He's instantly mad. Because the last time he was with Perry, she was doing cocaine. They she were, was deep in the art world. She was deep in some kind of weird scammer art world. She was making paintings with their asses. Yes. Remember Very famous that? episode <laughs> for us. For us. Famous it was one us. of the juicier ones in the early days. Yes. And he finally is like, she's my ex-girlfriend, okay? He's so instantly mad. Like, that's Jake's thing. He's Yeah, he gets very emotional and he goes from like a zero to 60. Yeah. At D&D, mm. Lucy got a haircut. 
I know. I was like, I almost was like, who is that? Why did she do that? She looks terrible. I don't like it. It looks fucking awful. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It ages her so much. It's such an unflattering short haircut too. It's yeah. just, it's like dumpy. The shape of it is bad. It's terrible. I don't know who did that, but they should be fired. I love Allison just showing back up at D&D in her little suit. Like she's, she's going to get hired. This I was is like, why are you here? <laughs> Cause she, I was like, is she back already? No, she's just there trying to get back in her full, like they're going to hire her right away and get her right back to work. She got her little white scrunchie in. You know how, (laughs) you know how there's this like tweet, Twitter prompt going around for the past week on Twitter. That's like name a performance by an actor or name a performance by an actress. And then it gives like a description. I saw one today that was like name a performance by an actor or actress who is so pathetic, you can hardly watch them. For me, it was Allison in this scene. Yes. Coming back to D&D with her tail between her legs, acting like she should just get her job back, even though Lucy explicitly told her, you walk out that door, your job's not going to be here. Also, she's like, I made a mistake. And it's like, yeah, we all told you that, us from the show. (laughs) And like, uh, it's been two weeks. This is embarrassing. (laughs) Because <laughs> everyone was like, you're going to be back in two weeks. And she literally was. Right. You did, she didn't even have enough pride to stick it out longer than she should have. Yeah. <laughs> Do you to, know what I mean? To like, pretend that like her decision, well, I did have another job up there for a while and I, I found a community there and I just decided it was... T- no, she literally, as soon as she got to Seattle, realized it was a mistake. No, it's crazy. So embarrassing. And you're right. Let's talk about the scrunchie. I want to talk about the scrunchie because in these two episodes, Allison's very into a pulled back... French braid with a scrunchie. It's a white scrunchie. And it is like, um, it is a work scrunchie. (laughs) It is, it is nice. It's like a, maybe a satiny white fabric. Chiffon. Chiffon. It's some, it's some kind of nice fabric. You're right. It is a work scrunchie. And, and I feel like scrunchies, there used to be so many different kinds of scrunchies back then. There were like your casual, like your cotton jersey ones that were yeah, for, for, for casual working out. working out every day. And then there were the like um, a step above like this one. I'm a fan of scrunchies. I just, I don't think I would ever wear a fancy one. She had the fancy she one. She had a fancy one. Um, and she's wearing it to work. She's begging for her old job back. And Lucy, of course, is irritated. And she says, well, is the position still open? And Lucy's like, yeah. And she's like, well, then can I interview for it? And she's like, yeah, you can interview for it, but not with me because I'm not doing the interviews. Cut to (laughs) Amanda Woodward. And Allison tells Amanda, she's like, I'm back and I want to interview for my old position. And Amanda says, you have got to be kidding me. We all thought that. Because yeah. it is ridiculous. Uh, and it's like, nah, but you really regret going into that funeral <laughs> and telling Amanda off like you did under yeah, your breath. Right. Like, did you not think at all about like what might be your future in the industry? Even if you don't go back to D&D, like Amanda might be your reference for your next job. Like, it makes no sense to me. It was so stupid. What's so funny to me about Allison is... A big part of her character is how uptight and organized and responsible she is. But then she has these moments like this. Yeah. Especially, I think it's when it comes to love. 
where she is so utterly a disaster. She's so she's so snippy. Like she doesn't take time to think it through. I think in those moments, like she just wants to own Amanda, right? And not thinking that that's her boss, right? Or could or, be her boss yeah. in the, again in the future. So Amanda's really unsure about this, and she's like, "Well, what happened with Keith?" And she says, things didn't work out. And Amanda has a great line. She says, personally, I never thought it would. Yeah. I mean, Amanda really shines these next two episodes just with like, her sort of offhanded bitchiness. Right. Nothing really dramatic, but it's just very funny. And then she, of course, asks Allison about Billy. Well, how's Billy? And she's like, we're not together. You know, we just we just live together. Yeah, and we Amanda- know. And Amanda says, well, seems like the only thing you two can commit to is the rent. Yeah, because neither one of them have successful romantic relationships. No. Yeah. Amanda says, well, Allison, I have other people I have to interview, but for now I can ask Lucy if you can go back to the phones. So um, Allison is back at her square one starting position as a receptionist. And she really has no choice. No. But to take it. At Jake's Bikes, Joe and Jake are hanging out after hours when there's a knock on the door. Surprise, it's Perry. And she got a haircut and a dye job. She looks dramatically different. She's softer. She's wearing like a sweater. Yes. She's got like a little bob. She's got got a a haircut. Yeah, like a little like dark blonde bob. And she needs to talk to Jake. And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. Because he's very emotional about this. Yeah. And Joe is kind of like coming over and making sure Perry knows that she's the new girl. Right. (laughs) He's fucking me now. And Perry is like, oh, this is your place? You own this? Wow. Wow. You own your own business. Where'd you get the cash? And Joe's like, hi, I'm Joe Reynolds. His business partner. (laughs) His business partner slash girlfriend. And Perry's like, hmm, well, she needs to talk to Jake in private. So Joe leaves, and they get to talking. More on that later. Back at the apartment complex, Allison comes home, and Billy is typing on his computer in his chair, his favorite chair. All of Allison's stuff has arrived. Now, this is amazing to me. Yeah. She's been gone two weeks. All of her stuff has shipped to Seattle and shipped back In to Seattle. Weeks. That's impossible. Yeah. That would never happen. Did she unpack? Like, what the hell? What is this timeline? <laughs> we see a box with in big lettering, Sharpie lettering. It says Parker on it. It's just a wild circumstance. It's all there. And Allison is like upset. She's telling Billy about how she got demoted. It's like, no, Allison, you didn't get demoted. You left and they gave you a position that they had open. I can't believe that she actually thinks they're going to take her back so easily. Like, it's wild to me. And she can't believe she can't believe that she has to brown nose Amanda Mm. to get her job back. No. And Billy and Billy is like, well, that's great, Allison. But what's really awesome is I've been working on my resume and check it out. I said I went to Columbia and that I was a journalist. I have a journalism degree. He has this 
he's typed up this completely falsified resume. It would make George Santos blush. It is unbelievable. Why would he say Columbia? Like of Do all, you know what I mean? He like, has to pick like the best school. And and also like what's his other lie? Oh, that he worked for D and D. Like that's at least more doable. Right. Because he could get Allison the receptionist to like pick up the phone for that call. Yeah. But uh yeah. But he had a bunch of other shit on there. Like he was the editor of the newspaper at Columbia. Right. Or whatever. Um he's typed with this resume because there's a job opening at a hot magazine called Escapade. Ooh. Named after the Janet Jackson song. <laughs> That's what I thought. And he needs a beefy resume. He can't tell them he's a cab driver who wrote no. a column one time for a now defunct newspaper. The Melrose Outpost. The Melrose Outpost <laughs> that was free. Meanwhile, Perry and Jake are walking down the street and she lets Jake know what she's been up to. And what she's been up to is shooting heroin. But she just got out of rehab. So she's sober now. But according to her, she's not exactly clean. <laughs> That's what she's because Jake's like, oh, you're clean now. And she's like, well, not, I don't not, not exactly. Ex- not exactly. She's been sick and she has AIDS. And obviously, Jake is really freaked out by this. I mean, this is a huge deal. He's like, what does this mean for me? (laughs) She asks Jake, have you ever been tested? And he's like, no, I never thought I had a reason to to get tested. And she's like, well, you need to get tested. You do now. You do do now. Um, We get some dramatic guitar music. Yeah, there's a lot of guitar. Yeah. Later, Joe comes over to Jake's apartment and she's like, what's going on? Is there another kid? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, do you have another kid I don't know about? And Jake is like, uh, Perry just asked me for money. And so he lied to Joe. Yes. And Joe admits to Jake, okay, I was a little jealous. You know, this beautiful woman comes by. Right. She's your ex-girlfriend. And Jake is super suspicious right now. Like, he's really, I got to go. Like, not tonight. I don't want to fuck. He's not horny at yeah, all. So yeah. that's very sus. Joe Joe wants to have sex and he's like, I just want to go to bed. And she's very disappointed by yeah. this. And and worried. Yes. It's disappointment and worry. Right. Cause all she knows is he he was with his ex and now he won't fuck her. And that's very scary. Classic <laughs> classic television moment where people aren't communicating right and then the other person is like thinks it's something else yes the next day at D, allison is sucking up to amanda and she's doing a real bad job of it in my opinion and what was um did you notice out Al- amanda's shirt yeah it was what like, was that was, was it compacts or jewelry I, boxes <laughs> at first i thought it was playing cards and then i thought it was jewelry boxes yeah i think it was like very fancy jewelry boxes. It was very weird. It was shirt. like Fabergé jewelry boxes. It was definitely a little more um, pushing it for Amanda, who just usually wears basic, classic, you know, whatever yeah. suits and stuff. This was like, ooh, someone's trying something new. <laughs> she was definitely trying something with that blouse. Allison, of course, is being Allison. She's wearing a very ill-fitting beige blazer with a gross, dingy-looking floral print on it. I mean, this blazer could not have been 
fit, yeah. fit more shit. And it had like a weird black ribbon trim that seemed like it fell off at some point. <laughs> it was just like I was like, is that a mic pack? Like that's is, what I is thought. Is that a lavalier? So, oh, you know what? Maybe it was from her reception desk. Oh. That's probably what it was. Because <laughs> yeah, it was like, what the hell is it that? It looked like a love. Yeah. Um, but this blazer was awful. And Al- Amanda has tasked Allison with checking in her 930 interview. I mean, that is just... That I love is, it. That is humiliating. Uh, and what, were there some moment where Allison is just kissing her ass and then she says something along the lines of, I hope I can continue being an inspiration to you. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't get the job or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I, I mean, Amanda's eating this up, these oh, like uh, things. She's loving it. Anytime that she can have her boot on Allison's neck and really put her in her place, she shines. Yes. And this is like the early stages of that relationship right. because it just gets worse and worse and worse. Oh, it like ratchets up so hard <laughs> to the point where you can't believe some of the things that Amanda says. I think it's like once when Amanda still thinks maybe she wants Billy, I think she's a little less mean to Allison. But once she realizes it doesn't matter, yeah. I think she really lets it go. Yeah, when she t- when she gets over Billy completely, yeah, then it's just there's no hold. She bar. just fucking hates Allison, and especially once Lucy leaves. Oh God, because Lucy's still Lucy obviously has such a soft spot for Allison. Yeah, and that's we don't really know why that is either. I mean, I feel like Lucy sees must see so much of herself in Allison. Like there's this weird maternal thing that Lucy has for Allison, even though it makes no sense because Allison has just shat all over every opportunity that Lucy's given her. And she's done, yeah, Lucy has done her so many favors. Right. And Allison is horrible to Lucy. Right. So Allison deserves what she gets from Amanda. <laughs> yeah, definitely at this point. At Escapade Magazine, Billy arrives with a bouquet of flowers. And at first I was like, wait, does he actually have an interview or is he just delivering someone in this office flowers? Yeah. I have never seen this in my life. This just shows how clueless Billy is. And this should have been like the first red flag to anyone working there, that this guy has no job experience. Right. Because he... He's just a liar. And it's like everyone lies on their resume, but he even lies to get in, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, I need to meet her. I need to give them to her in person because I'm a singing telegram as well. <laughs> he's a he's a fucking liar. <laughs> he's just like... He's a fucking I liar. I mean, and these things usually never work, these hijinks, because these people are like busy people. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, Yeah. He comes in and he's he tells the receptionist that he... He has he needs to deliver a bouquet of flowers personally to Nancy, the editor of the magazine. And because it's a singing telegram. And yes. And she's like, okay. So he goes into Nancy's office and he says, Hi, my name is Billy Campbell, and here's my resume. And she's wearing a really long white vest pantsuit yes. with a black shirt underneath. Yeah, it's that. It's, that, <laughs> it's not even a vest, really. It's, it's like, like a sleeveless vest. It's like a sleeveless suit, Wait, pantsuit, sleeveless, yes. jacket. Yes, yes. It's really long and billowy with white pants and a black shirt so that we see the black sleeves come through. It's very, it's a look. Nancy is Lucy's Wario. Okay, 
I was like, these are the, they were like, what's the casting call out for like a, a businesswoman? Right. And these two actresses both came in <laughs> for Lucy and they're like, oh, let's just give her Nancy. Right. It's just like, maybe we'll, you were great, but you weren't right for the part, but we might have something else for you down the right, line. Right. Cause they're both sort of like auburny haired, like older women, older than Billy. Yeah. Like maybe 40, uh, freckly. Are they freckly? Yeah. Cause they kind of have the fair, with the auburnish hair, I thought they had a little bit of freckles. It's that kind of skin. They got fair skin, but they both have. You know what it more is? Is they have the same hair, like curl pattern. They both have the same kind of like a wavy that permed, like a grown out perm. It's fried too. Yeah, it's it looks a little dry. It's a little dry, but also a little oily. Their hair's like coarse, I think, and it's like. Sort of auburny, yeah. I don't know. Either it's exact same look though. They're using the wrong hair product. <laughs> they need the them. VO five auto oil treatment. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, yeah, Nancy is like, hey, I'm I'm Nancy. I'm an editor at Escapade yeah. magazine, um, and she's like, I'll read your column and check your references, and mm. maybe we have a job for you. He's, Billy just wants a chance. He's like, oh, this is so cool. And then she tells, she get, gives him back the flowers. And she's like, I can't take these because of ethics. But she's clearly very horny for Billy. She's so horny. Because they always, anytime they have a scene together, Billy leaves, they always cut back to her like going like a, mm. yeah, like, a like a like a lusty glare. Yeah, like they show her eyes <laughs> looking up. Gazing and she's at just kind of like might as well be like licking her lips like that's that's <laughs> totally like the subtext it really is i mean they're really selling it hard like she's like the wolf pounding its head with the yeah. mallet mm-hmm. I'll, and, maybe I'll look at your i'll check your references <laughs> it's like <laughs> um anyway this is a good place to take a break we'll be right back Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So Perry meets Jake at a cafe, and he is like, what are you, pulling some kind of scam? Yeah, he's not very consistent. This is not our, our, our Jake right now. This isn't, our, this isn't the Jake that we raised. But this is what Jake acts like when he's scared. Yeah. He lashes out at others. He accuses her of pulling a scam, like, what's your angle? We haven't even slept together in a year. Right. It's like, it's not a baby, Jake. 
Is that yeah, what, and the, she probably doesn't know when exactly she got it because she wasn't testing regularly. Like, and she explicitly said to him that she was already doing heroin when they were together. Also, it's the responsible thing to do, even if they might be out of your time frame. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, she's doing the responsible thing. It's the difficult responsible thing. Obviously, Jake is lashing out because he's afraid. And then she lashes out at him, too, because she's like, well, you could have given it to me. Right. Because they didn't use a condom, we find out. Right. Yeah. We were just all up in that paint. We, we, we were making ass prints <laughs> all over the canvases. You think there was time for a condom No one was then? like, where's the rubber? <laughs> that was in the art project. We threw the rubber in the fucking painting. Didn't we see <laughs> that? Didn't they do that? I Am remember. I hallucinating that? I don't think there was a condom, just because probably couldn't even have one on TV. <laughs> Like, right? Right. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, Allison did tell Keith to wear a condom. They could she talk about to... it, but I don't think we would be allowed to see it because mm. that would be like penises going there. <laughs> and that would be too much. God, you're right. <laughs> so um, Perry's like, look, I'm begging you to get tested and you need, and Joe needs to get tested too. Right. And he's really irritating. And she's like, okay, like I've warned you. Right. That's my obligation. I've here. done my part here. Yeah. And you need, and, and you need to let your girlfriend know. And Jake is definitely like at this point, he's like, well, I don't even want to know. Maybe I don't want to know. Right. If I have it. Right. It's like, okay, Jake. Jake. <laughs> Jake. So Allison comes home and Billy gives her the flowers. And he tells her that he got a, he got the job. I guess he found out, and he starts tomorrow. And he thanks Allison for being his reference. Right. She's like, she said I, you raved about me. I'm shocked Nancy even called anybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I guess she called Allison, and Allison's like, oh, Billy, I'm in no mood to celebrate. And she starts bitching about... um what's going on at D&D with Amanda. And then she starts putting it back on Billy. She's like, I warned you about getting together with Amanda. Right. It's like, well, that was annoying on Billy's part, but it was stupid on your part to just leave your job. Right. I wrote Billy has a point, but I forgot. I didn't write what he said. (laughs) (laughs) He was probably just mean back to her. He said, he said, I wrote it down. He said, well, you shouldn't have gone to Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I mean, it's like you could bring back the stuff with Amanda, but that has nothing to do with what's going on right now with you at D&D. Because Lucy didn't fire Amanda because of the Billy stuff. Yeah. She, um, Amanda left on her own volition. Allison. I'm sorry. Allison. Yes. Yeah. No, I switch those names all the time. Al- too. <laughs> Lucy didn't fire Allison. Uh, Allison left on her own volition against the stern admonishment i'm still sick you guys i'm struggling no it's okay um against the stern admonishment or whatever from lucy well the bottom line is allison would not be at such a disadvantage right now if it wasn't for her leaving to seattle yes because amanda now is in charge and that was not the case when she left no lucy was still her direct boss Right. So it's like, this is her specific fault. Amanda still would have been a bitch to her at work, but I don't think she would have been at a much, much of a disadvantage uh, as she is now. Right. At Shooters, Jake is drinking alone and Matt shows up 
Jake confides, confides in Matt and he asks him, have you ever had an AIDS test? And Matt's like, uh, yeah, like <laughs> you haven't. Right. And Jake doesn't confide in him about his situation. You're right. He he's kind of like cagely asking. He's, he's, he tells him he's not doing good, I guess. He just starts asking about, and I mean, Matt's smart. He, right. I'm sure Matt put two and two together immediately. Yes. Like what's going on with but Jake. But yeah, it's not explicitly said though. He's not explicit. And Jake starts going in, well, maybe I don't want to get one or whatever. And Jake is, or he says, Matt says, Jake, don't be stupid. Yes. Just fucking get one. And we get some backstory on Matt that he had a lover who died of AIDS. Right. And Matt has all, this was a really sad story. Matt was so scared when his lover got sick that he never called him to check up on him. He never visited him in the hospital. And then he died and that was it. Yeah. And so like that's haunted him. And it's very un-Matt-like behavior. So that's right. how scared he must have been. Right. Yeah. He was just in denial. He was in denial about it. So before Jake can completely spill the beans about what's going on, Joe shows up and Jake thanks Matt for the talk. And Matt, it would have been funny if as soon as they left, Matt was like, what else the fuck am I here for? <laughs> you don't give a fuck about my life. It's like, it you was don't give a so fuck f- about my life. No. Here, here, here's how I think Matt did express that in a roundabout way. When... Joe asked if Matt was joining them for dinner, and he was like, I don't think so. (laughs) Whatever he said, he's like, no, I don't think so. (sighs) Poor Matt. I know. Later on Jake's bike, Joe and Jake ride out to a secluded spot, maybe Mulholland. It's the one he likes to go to. He likes to go to this spot. And Joe is like, Jake, what's going on? And then he tells her she has, oh, Jake tells Joe Perry has AIDS. Yeah. And Jake then says, um, remember that time that we had sex and didn't use a condom? Like he's referring to they were all hot and heavy. Yeah. And they just didn't use a condom. The first time. The first time. Yeah. It was that night at the restaurant. Absolutely. They couldn't keep their hands off each other. They couldn't keep their hands off each other. And then Jake just says, I may have given you AIDS. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is so not the right... Jake, you could be a little more delicate. You you don't say that. You say, I think both of us should get tested. Just to be safe Just to be safe because I was in contact with somebody. (laughs) Like He wouldn't have given her AIDS. I mean, I guess it does fit with how clueless Jake is about HIV and AIDS. And maybe how it was back then in general for a lot of people who weren't that educated about it. Yeah, Which is good that we do get some education on the subject. It's just shocking to hear it. It's like, whoa. Well, yeah, because they're both Joe or at least Jake especially is coming from a place of total ignorance. Yes. So he's, yeah, he's just says to Joe, he's like, I may have given you AIDS. It's like, no, Jake. Uh, that's not right. So Joe is very... She's pretty chill about getting this news. very chill about this. Unlike Jake, she says, we'll get through this together. And it's a really like kind of sweet moment on, you know, Joe is just like, she's kind of comforting Jake. 
Joe seems a little more educated on the subject. Yes. Than than Jake. No point in freaking out now. Let's like see what happens. Let's go get yeah. tested. That's the smart thing to do. And Joe Joe said she never got tested because she was married. And she she also makes a good point. Like we should have been tested before anyhow. Yeah. Before we had sex unprotected yes. or in general. Yeah. So But she's not blaming him. She's not blaming Jake. The next day at D and D. Amanda has been called into Lucy's office and Lucy tells Amanda that she thinks they should give Allison her old job back. And Amanda doesn't like to hear this. First of all, she's like, no, I have weeks of interviews lined up that have to go through Allison at the front desk. That is, that's her method of torture for Absolutely. Allison. Absolutely. So this is like, she's re- this, Lucy is really chilling her buzz because <laughs> she's getting off on this big time. Of making Allison uh, sweat. Yeah, like, yeah. Sweat. And, and have, have to deal with seeing these people. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she was putting even bigger and bigger losers in. So right. Allison would be like, come on. <laughs> So, um, Lucy, Lucy wants to give Allison her old job back. And Amanda is like, well, we don't exactly get along. She doesn't want this. And she tells Lucy and Lucy says to Amanda, Amanda, this is not a sorority. This is, (laughs) this is D and D. Yeah. There's enough power blazer skirt suits for all of us. Right. So, I mean, um, uh, Lucy is basically saying, hire her back. This yes. isn't like an option for Amanda. She's got no choice and she's pissed about it. Right. So Allison comes in and says, hi, you wanted to see me? And now Allison at this point is wearing a lime green skirt suit and she's still has the same hairdo with her little like pulled back French braid with the with the work scrunchie. Okay, the the French braid with a scrunchie is so nineties. It's so nineties <laughs> like, with like the bang puff in the front. Like yeah, it's like the combed back, no part <laughs> French braid. Yeah, with a little puff in the front. Yeah, like just because um, you know you blow dried your hair, you maybe you put some mousse in it. Here's and, my issue with a braid with a scrunchie because that is purely decor. It's just decor because you have a tight rubber band on a braid. Yes. You know what I mean? So the scrunchie is just an additional uh, thing. And that was a look. Absolutely. Like you said, that was like a total look, the French braid with the scrunchie. Absolutely. Um, so Allison walks in all innocent in her little lime green skirt suit, and Amanda is not happy. And Lucy says, Amanda's decided to hire you. Mm. Just undercuts everything yeah. Amanda was hoping to do. And Amanda's like, yes. But let's make one thing clear. Let's not make our, let our friendship get in the way of our professional relationship. Let's not make that mistake again, <laughs> Allison. There is no friendship. <laughs> and I gasped when Allison turned around to leave and her jacket had a corset detail on the back. Did you she see has, that? Yeah, she has some looks in these next two episodes that are crazy. I gasped uh, when I saw this jacket. Yeah. Um, the, even the color was like very on Allison. A lime green. Yeah. Not her mm-hmm. at all. So at the doctor's office, Jake and Joe are both there. They're going to get their tests done. And the doctor tells Jake all about the test he's about to take and about AIDS. Simul- this is very educational. This is a very <laughs> educational moment. And, and simultaneously, Joe is also in a separate room with a different doctor at this office 
And it's like a, it's very, yeah, it's a very educational moment. This is a very special Melrose, like, because yeah. they're taking this opportunity to inform the viewers about the test, why you shouldn't be afraid, and why about, it's better to know. And about HIV and AIDS. Yes. As so, well as like the, the test is private. No one will know that you've taken it because that was a big fear yes. then too, that yes. you would be exposed in some way. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a good job yeah. of this part. It was very concise and um, easy to understand. So they both get their AIDS test or their HIV test and they they go and they're like, all right, we got to wait a 24 day, hours. 24 hours for our results. Back at Escapade Magazine, Nancy, the editor, lets Billy know that he's going to be hired as a fact checker. Yeah. Which seems like too difficult of a job for Billy, to be honest. He's not that brain. He's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He doesn't have like an attention to detail uh, to do that kind of work. Because it's, no. it's kind of super, it's a certain type of person who's really good at that. I I'm not good at it either. I, I couldn't be a fact checker. I, I, I also like do a lot of things that would be bad for that. Like I edit when I read. So a lot of times I miss mistakes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I just can't do that kind of thing, yeah. as well as checking on facts as well. We all know Billy has allegedly a creative brain. He doesn't have a fact checker brain. Right. We also find out that the people at the office thought Billy was a male stripper when he delivered the flowers. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Um, so already Billy is seen as like a piece of meat at this office. Yeah. Billy meets Cameron, his new coworker. <laughs> Cameron's a real hall monitor. Cameron could have been played by our friend Patrick. I was going to say. Because <laughs> this character is like, from the moment you meet him, you knew yeah. he was going to be a little shit stirrer. <laughs> this was 100% a Patrick Bristow role. Absolutely. I kept thinking of him watching it because it I, was just like this little shit stirrer. Is he on Melrose Place? I feel like he has to have made it a cameo on Melrose. It's possible. But I, I don't know. I do have a um, the I do have a friend um, who does have a cameo on Melrose. Ooh. Yeah, at some he plays a flout a floral delivery guy. Okay, so yeah, well I'll I'll let you know when that happens. Okay, but to me this was a hundred percent a Patrick. No, I was laughing. a Patrick role. It made me laugh harder thinking of him doing it because I was like, <laughs> it's a comedy role. He would have nailed it. Cameron is a comedic. Uh, role, yeah, in my opinion, and Patrick often plays the, the that type. Oh, totally. So Patrick is, I mean, Patrick, Cameron, Cameron, <laughs> Cameron is a little shit stirrer, and um, he's he's like immediately you just know he's very nosy. He wants to know about about like what's going on with his new coworker Billy Campbell, right? And I think he's jealous of Billy because Billy's hot and. Cameron's not. And Billy has hot privilege. Because everyone's super nice to him immediately. And you know that people were not that nice to Cameron when he first got hired. So Billy, uh, Cameron is on it. He's on it. And he starts asking Billy about where he went to college. And Billy's like, I went to Columbia. And he's like, really? I went to Columbia too. What year? And Billy's like, "Uh, 90. And he's like, oh, Hmm. I'm class of 88 funny how we never ran into each other there yeah and billy goes oh well it's a big school and then cameron says mm, actually it's not a big school 
Well, because it's a specific department too, like journalism school. So I'm sure that it is a little more niche. Like, yeah. Uh, and if it, they all work at the paper together, it's hard to believe they wouldn't have crossed over somewhat. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, Cameron's on to him. At D&D, Amanda slams some paper down on Allison's desk mm. and she says, Allison, this analysis you wrote is both lazy and sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets an earful from Amanda. I love I love the choice of lazy and sloppy. <laughs> I don't know why it seems it's, very specific it's to not, like what she thinks Allison looks like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not just lazy. It's also sloppy like your blazer. Just like you when you sit on the sofa and eat your ice cream watching old movies. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it was definitely personal. At the bike shop, Jake is having flashbacks of when he fucked Perry in the paint. Yeah. We He's, get that scene again. And then and then he has another flashback of the time he fucked Joe. Was that supposed to be like, she gave it to me and then I gave it to Joe? Yes. <laughs> it's yes. Just so like a nail on that. He's head. going back through his sexual history, his recent sexual history. Um, and having like, he's breaking out in a cold sweat. Yeah. And so Joe is like, why don't, you know, he's like, why don't we get out of here? So they yeah. go for a little nighttime motorcycle ride out into the desert. Cause these people just love driving and riding on their bikes. Yeah. They're making s'mores. I don't know where they put all these, all this gear. I know. It seemed like they were just going for a drive, but it's like a fucking camping trip. Where'd they put all this gear? Because I think motorcycles have a little compartment on the side. It was a lot of shit they had <laughs> with them. They no had idea. a huge sleeping bag. They had the ingredients for s'mores. They, I guess they found the sticks. They had like shit to make a fire with. Yeah, I have no idea. It was like a I, whole production. I could never do this. I'd um, need a whole car full of shit. I need a car full of shit and like a, at least a day in advance. Yeah. Tell me. Um, they have a really deep talk. And they both come to the conclusion that they appreciate being alive. Yeah. They say, I love you. And then they say, I love you. That's the first time. Right. It was a sweet moment. It was sweet. The next day, Jake is at the doctor's office and the doctor says, I'm sorry, you've tested positive, but it's a fake out. It's a nightmare he's having. Yes. He wakes up in a sleeping bag with Joe in the desert. And he starts just open air, open they air. They slept on the fucking ground <laughs> without a tent. I was losing it. I was like, I would never do that. No, there's just no way that would ever happen. They, this is a total Jake and Joe move. They just yeah. know nothing. I, I would have broken out in hives if someone suggested this to me. Yeah. So Jake's shoving his boots on and he's like, let's go chilaquiles. And Joe's never heard of those. Because she's from New York. Chili Killies? What's a Chili chili Killies? (laughs) And Jake says something really cute where I would have melted. He's like, I'm going to show you something you've never had before. And next you'll do for me. I I was like, Jake, you're so cute. It was so sweet. And I wanted Chili Killies. Yeah, they sounded good. They're so good. Uh, At D&D, Allison wants to talk to Amanda. Okay, this outfit Allison is wearing, it's insane. This is the p- p- different <laughs> color paneled skirt. It's the red, white, and black skirt. Geometric graphic like yeah. outfit. She was going for it. Yeah, it was wild. She was really going for it. Still the braid scrunchie combo. 
Yes, but she, this outfit was a statement. It was a total statement. <laughs> I've never seen her wear anything like that. This, it was very like album cover, kind of like it was kind of 80s to me, like like uh, that was, vibe almost. You nailed it with it. It was a statement suit. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, crazy. And she, I, I feel like you know that morning she got dressed up in this statement skirt suit and she's like, this is... This is the outfit I'm going to wear to assert my dominance. She was vibrating when she showed up <laughs> to the office. Because you know when you were like younger and you yes. would wear something you knew was like a little bit yes. much? <laughs> yes. And it was just like you were just waiting for some reaction. Yes. Like, Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so much. <laughs> when you're like, this is a bit of a risky outfit. You just wear, it's like someone's going to say something and it's either going to be like the greatest feeling or, or worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your vice, that vibrating feeling where you're super nervous about it. Yes. Yes. Um, but you, yeah. Because it's standing, you're making yourself stand out in a way that you don't normally do, right? This was a deliberate fashion choice. And red is sort of, to me, Amanda's signature color. It is. Yeah. Because she wears that red skirt suit all the time. Yes. That is her signature suit. Yes. So Allison shows up in a very garish statement suit. That's red. That's red. And she tells Amanda, I refuse to be your whipping post. Mm. And then she accuses Amanda of being jealous of Billy. That yes. like Billy is lives with her. Yes, there's still this thing going on between them and and Allison between Allison and Amanda regarding Billy. And and Amanda's participant in this because she also is trying to build up her relationship with Billy like what it is still to Allison. Right. Dropping little hints like, "Oh yeah, like I just saw, I saw Billy a few weeks ago, like that kind of stuff, even though we all know it's not true. Right. Yeah. But she's trying to make Allison think that there's something going on there that there isn't. Yeah. To plant some seeds of doubt, like Allison might make Allison nervous. Yeah. And so Allison, so Amanda, I'm sorry, Amanda says to Allison, just because we aren't living together doesn't mean we aren't seeing each other. Yeah. Which isn't true. It's like, maybe you saw him physically. It's not true at all. No. And Allison says, Billy hasn't men- mentioned you once since I've been back. And then Amanda says, well, I'm not surprised, in- implying why would he mention me to you when you freak out? And she says a line that I love. I think Amanda says it a lot to Allison. Think about it, Allison. <laughs> Think yes, about it. Yes. I feel like that is a line she says all the time. To, but it's like a line she uses when she's manipulating you into thinking what she wants. Yeah. 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 Think about it, Allison. Think about it, Allison. Would Billy tell you knowing how jealous you get? It's just like, right. that's what you want her to think about. <laughs> At the doctor's office, both Joe and Jake have tested negative and they're relieved. They have a hug in the waiting room and Jake is like, I just got to go someplace first. Yes. At Escapade Magazine, Billy's called into Nancy's office, and she gives him a new assignment. And also, she has one more thing to say to him. She she tells the most deranged story. Like, where was she going with this? It couldn't have been anywhere but bad. She starts talking to Billy about when she was at the gym last night and she saw a guy working out next to her while she was on the Stairmaster. She's like very specific. I was on the Stairmaster. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I go to the gym five times a week. And the guy looked like you. 
Yeah, the guy at the gym. <laughs> she's like, I thought it was you, but it wasn't. And he was really attractive. And I was just wondering, Billy, um, I wanted to say hello to him so badly. So I was just wondering, can I get your advice? As a man, how would you feel if you saw a woman like me on the Stairmaster? Yeah, I was like, there's fishing for compliments, and then there's what Nancy is doing. There's this. Because that's a fishing for compliments is supposed to be subtle. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to be. This was the clunkiest worker, like way to get for him to say, yeah, I would definitely, he definitely would. I mean, she wants him to say something like, any man would be lucky to have you looking hot on the Stairmaster saying hi to them. <laughs> like, that's what she wants to hear. She didn't need to add the insane detail that the guy looked like Billy. It was like eight things too much. It was the whole much. story. It was too much. Because all she had to do was like, I was at the gym and I wanted to say hi. Like, how do men think about that? Like, do you know what I mean? It could have been subtle. Right. And maybe he would have filled in some blanks like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, look at you. And right. Guy, and it's like, she's just too clueless. Also... That still would have been a very inappropriate conversation for work. Oh my God. Well, yeah, that's the bottom line. This is inappropriate, period. But she's bad at it. She's bad at being inappropriate. She should take a lesson from Kimberly. She is terrible at it. It was inappropriate to begin with. And Billy at this point is still clueless as to what's going on. <laughs> he has no clue. How does he not have any clue? Because this conversation from the get-go, I was like, okay, like... What's going on here? And, and she looks super horny at him again, too. It's also like his first week working there. She couldn't even wait like a few months. It's always kind of sus in these situations where the boss immediately takes a shine to the new person of the opposite sex yeah. that they hired on a whim. Right. Like that's always, especially in television, <laughs> that's always going to end in some kind of sexually harassy type deal. <laughs> right. Uh, right? Yeah. Sexually I thought harassy. You, I thought you thought I was talented. Like, you know, it's like, no. Um, no, it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. So Jake goes to Perry's house. He wants to talk. And he lets Perry know that both him and Joe are negative. And he wants to help Perry. And she's like, I don't, I don't need your pity. She's also wearing a really cute pink sweater. Yeah, it's like an oversized V-neck. I loved that sweater. sweater. I was like, oh, that looks cozy. She looked very cozy. Um and he also apologizes to how he reacted to the news. And she lets him know how she's doing. She's on medication. She's handling it. She has some good days, some bad days. He's, she's just glad that he's okay. And then he tells her, I came to realize that all the bitterness I had towards life was just wasted energy. And then he says... Maybe we should just try and be friends. And then they have a tearful hug. And it was really touching. And I wrote, Jake is the best guy. Because <laughs> this was, this is what you want with Jake. Because he does mess up and get angry. Yeah. But he always apologizes and recognizes what he does. And he's never like, you know, it's not like some guy who's beating the shit out of you. And you're like, okay, he said yes. he's sorry. Like he's just, it's him. It's yeah. his own things he's dealing with. And he always is so sweet. Yeah. And I, I it was a very sweet ending. It was uh, a sweet episode. Ending. Yeah. Um, not as exciting as the next episode. No. But a good episode. 
look, I'm we're pushing. We're we're in it. Yeah, I, I think I think um, I'm really like so excited that we're finally having like so much D and D action. Yes, because that's where the like sparks just fucking fly between Amanda and Allison is when they're in the office and she is just like. She's fucking on her hard. Railing Allison. <laughs> she's railing. She's railing Allison in her ill-fitting skirt suit. It's just brilliant. Yeah, it's it's so amusing. I don't know what it is about seeing Allison being braided. <laughs> That's very funny. Because she because she kind of takes it. Yes, in a way. Well, like, and whenever Allison tries to stand up for herself, she's just so pitiful at it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Because it's like any normal person would be like, I'm out of here. But right. Allison just stays. It's like, this can't possibly be the only advertising agency in, LA, in Los Angeles. Like, what are you doing? I fucking love it. They really have one of the best, like, relationships in all of TV history. Oh, it's like definitely one of the greatest. <laughs> it's just or it's so like, wild. it's at very least right up my alley when it's I enjoy what I enjoy watching. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. We'll be back very soon with episode 28. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.